Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. Okay. I was reading this thing, and it was saying that dogs can tell how long you've been gone from the house by a how much your smell has evaporated and Ooh, dissipated from yeah, the place. That, that makes sense. So that's how they tell time. Is that... So like the longer you're gone, the less you, they can still smell you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they get but, sadder and sadder until you show up again and it's a fresh scent and then they get really excited. There's probably always just a few fart molecules <laughs> just floating clinging. around in the house. <laughs> that's about right. And they, they can pick it up on their little nostrils, <laughs> get all excited for a second. <laughs> What is going on, people? This is Fackin' Point Hammered, episode 154. It sure is. What have you been up to, man? <laughs> oh, Adepticon has passed. It's true. And uh, we're looking toward the future. We're at, it's fucking May 4th today. Yeah, it's getting out of hand here. Summer's nigh upon us. Approaching the 8th mm. anniversary <laughs> of Point Hammered. I think it's more than that, isn't it? Maybe not. <sighs> Jesus. I haven't even thought about that, but that's mm-hmm. a good point. It was 2009. Yeah, it was. 2009. Oh, for fuck's 2017. Sake. <laughs> yeah. A lot of do, world events have do happened. basic math. <laughs> since then, we really changed changed the future. <laughs> yeah. if, we, if we could go back in time. Would we bother? <laughs> one, would we, would we stop ourselves from doing it? They're just, nah, don't just bother. Don't do it. <laughs> no, I think we could make ourselves smarter, and we could do it as succinctly as we do it now. <laughs> and then... Possibly. We first off, it wouldn't involve those other fucking <laughs> boys that really dragged out the editing process significantly. Yeah, definitely there. But I've been working on some Infinity models, trying to clear out the last Whoop. few I got. Working okay. on the Infinity Tech B, which mm. is the uh, it's kind of a controversial model. Okay. So a few years ago, they came out with a bootleg line Ooh. where they had some kind of like hypersexualized, even more so than normal. <laughs> it's, it's anime anyways but it's corvus so, belly it's corvus belly yeah. yeah so you're gonna have giant cans hanging out and <laughs> so they had this tech b mechanic which was wearing like a thong and stockings and like a <laughs> cut off shirt and stuff and uh. then uh, i was just like a bootleg basically a for fun model you know if, if you're a painter you could just get that and paint it up if you wanted to okay but then they actually released it as a troop type yeah and uh set with this crabot as part of their tag. Okay. They're emphasizing the big robots for their like tournament season. So anything affiliated with those tags is kind of getting a fresh look reboot. So they actually came out with the Tech B and I'm kind of forced to use it because my theme is the yellow jackets. So yeah. it's an actual Tech it's a B. B. <laughs> so like I pretty much have to use it. <laughs> you have it's no like choice. pretty much themed. <laughs> okay. Um, but I kind of flip-flopped the uh, way that it's painted. So instead of leggings, it looks like she's wearing actual shorts. So mm. that's pretty good. <laughs> and then I'd used a different head on it that um, looked a little bit more appropriate. Did you give her the Joe Rogers head? <laughs> Your uh, standard the class. Well, I've thought about, <laughs> I've talked with Mikey G about doing like the male version of one of these. <laughs> you got like a dude kind of bending over, looking over his shoulder. Big pack. Kind of doing that out. pose. He's got like a whale tail. <laughs> like Camel poking, toe. <laughs> poking out. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and I think there's like a little comic that somebody made going around where <laughs> some mm. some dude sees the, the tech bee 
uh, uniform. And yeah. He's like, holy shit, I got to get in on this. <laughs> and then he joins, and then it's a bunch of other guys. And then it's, it's them. They're wearing like the thong and the leggings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, I finished that model. It's pretty cool. Just got a couple more I'm working on for Twinfinity. Did and that then, one hit the blog yet or no? Um, No, it's, it's finished, but it hasn't... Uh, I haven't done the base on it yet, so I haven't taken like the final mm, photos. Gotcha. So I got a few that I. It's just easier to paint up like five bases at once and okay. then attach them. On a related note, I thought your how to take good photos post on the blog was pretty solid. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that a little later as okay. well. Cool, man. But uh, yeah, what are you? What have you been doing? I saw you assembled some Infinity stuff. Yeah, so I got all the last of the left stuff I have. I built it all. I based it all. Just got it graveled yesterday and started painting one of them. So I'm going to try and bust through that. There's eight models left. Some of them, I don't even know what the fuck they do in the game. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a Yudbot, which has no ranged weapons yeah, that ba- I could discern. <laughs> basically, what those guys do, if you have an engineer or a medic, yeah. they kind of they are hooked up, you know, through the web yeah. or whatever. So whatever the guy does, that little bot will do. So okay. it copies them. Mm. So what you do with the bot is when a guy goes down, you run the bot out to do like uh, resuscitate him yeah. instead of the guy. Risking the, the medic. So the bot is like you know, three points versus yeah. you know, the guy's like 25, 30, 40 or whatever right. it is. And you can do the same thing with an engineer. Ah, cool. So you can kind of put him in the, the field of fire. Is that some kind of like static pulse close combat thing? Yeah, if you get into close combat with it, it'll it's kind of nice. It'll just automatically hit him with a, like an electric charge. Yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> it's a little dicey. You don't want to fight it in close right. combat because you're just like begging karma. To <laughs> anything, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't have a, a ranged weapon or right. anything. But, but it, they're dirt cheap for a lot. Yeah, it's three points. It has mimetism, and it you can always dodge. Yeah, stuff with it. So sure. So I built all that. Though got those two guys. I just kept them because I thought the models were kind of cool and weird-looking little things. They got some kind of other Yud bot that looks... This one's... I got the small version. There's a bigger, like, freaky version that I didn't care too much for. So, mm. so yeah, got all that. But I kept Achilles in the power armor. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to paint him up. He's going to be fun. I finished the Wraith Lord model. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Yeah, so that guy was a fucking real hassle. <laughs> it was just a testament to... All the blending skills I've learned over the last God knows how many years of painting. Mm-hmm. And so what year did you start that guy? Yes, I have do, a note do you on know? that. Yes, I, I was gifted a ton of Eldar stuff. That model I bought uh, as, a, as a part of gathering this Eldar army, but I was gifted a bunch of them. And I know I bought it right before I was gifted an entire Eldar army in 2006. <laughs> and so I... I know I built and painted it like right away. I started painting it, and then mm-hmm. it's just been sitting. So <laughs> that's eleven years about <laughs> to paint that one model. <laughs> wow, so that's awesome! Is, now it looks mm-hmm. can't tell. It turned out real good, and the only issue I had was that I still had the like the original paint pots and shit, but they're they're old and watery and like chunky on the bottom. So it's kind of a hassle. I really would like to get some more of those colors, but there's really no option for that. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about picking up the new lines and seeing if I can get something close enough Replicated. that it don't matter. Do some mixes. Yeah. So, so that was a real fun fun project. And it, I thought I'd feel this great relief or sense of accomplishment when I was done, but I really didn't feel anything <laughs> other than like, oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> and that's that. So so that was fun. So That's cool. On a related note, I 
Been getting in on some uh, Shadow War 40K shenanigans with the Snake Eyes Boxcars oh, yeah. gang up in Wausau. No shit, huh? Yeah. So the uh, Trash Heap Necrons <laughs> coming out of retirement. <laughs> they translate well. To, uh, yeah, get in on some some of that action. It's, it's, it's like all right. It's team size? Yeah, thing? it's the same. Yeah. Same shit. Rob uh, Honesy is put like a Necromunda veneer over it because mm. so, some stuff like the damage you take and the the skills and experience aren't quite the same. Yeah. So he came up with some house rules for their campaign. Okay. And uh, so it works like Necromunda and basically identical to Gorkamorka. Yeah. Really similar. So it was kind of cool playing that because I didn't really have to think about the rules or anything sure. like that. But yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's the same <laughs> yeah. old Morka vibe where um, last night we played a game, set it up. Within 15 minutes, the battle was resolved, and you spent 20 minutes doing all the paperwork. Oh, God. But no matter how the battle goes, working up your guys is still pretty fun. So yeah. So there's that, that aspect campaign and to keep it going. Role-playing, almost, with the, mm-hmm. with the gaining experience and So shit. I've just played a, a couple games of that, just because I have everything. Yeah. And trying to get some more Wausau gaming in. Sure. So. Yeah, that sounds fun. I if. Everybody's in Wausau now, man. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of a, come on up. Dude. That's fucking f- probably forty minutes each way for this guy's. And I'm, mm. I've been it's a half hour. I've been wrapping up all these house tasks so I can start working on my hot rod and garage and shit. So, but I've been painting. So like I said, I started painting a left. I did work on and complete and post two episodes of the Point Radio Cast. Oh, and then I took it upon myself to make a video of every one of them and upload them to YouTube. Oh, which how did that? interact with their copyright mm, usually you can, leave, you can leave those up and just somebody else will get the money it's hit or miss it depends on who the it, copyright yeah. holder is okay and since i'm i have such a broad swath of songs per episode uh, i'd say a third of them got blocked and then a, the rest of them all got monetized by someone else which is fine i don't care about that mm-hmm. but the fact that they block them like that's fucking free money for these dipshits why don't they why don't they just let it fly you know yeah Kind of. act like somehow depends. I'm getting paid, which definitely isn't the fucking case. I'm paying yeah. thirty bucks a month web hosting for this bullshit. <laughs> it's actually costing me money, but yeah. So yeah, I did that. That was real fun, though. The last two episodes were a rockabilly episode, and then just a what I've been into episode. I've listened to them both several times through and been enjoying them. <laughs> Number one reason to put those. That's kind of cool. Yeah, myself. you're like, oh, I want to listen to uh, this stuff. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Look up Point Radio Cast. I got it all queued up here. here. (laughs) It's all stuff I really like. (laughs) Yeah, it works out really fucking well for that. So when you're just putzing around, working at at Century (laughs) or taking a walk or whatever, it's been great. So signed up for Holy Havoc, AOS. I think I talked about that last time with Chris Kuzmanoff. We haven't started working on a list yet, but I don't don't even know what the hell the list requirements are. So I'll look into that before too long here. Mm -hmm. And then I've been eBaying a fucking ton of shit. And eBay sucks now. It's not what it used to be. Like uh, a little bit of Warhammer stuff, a lot of Infinity stuff, all the steel failing shit that I decided I didn't want to do, and then just a lot of random shit from around the house. But yeah, there's just not as many people on there. Yeah, it's it's not as bad as Amazon. Amazon get you for over twenty percent on every item you sell. Between PayPal, eBay, it's getting about fifteen percent. Yeah, so it's and there's nobody on there fucking bidding anymore. It's kind of bullshit. It kind of pissed me off. Like I don't. It's not what it used to be by any means. Yeah, so. that's kind of eBay has been pushing towards buy it nows and free shipping to make it. Yeah, because like they make these more other money platforms. That way, but yeah. like that's not 
how it's starting. You know, that, that's not the tradition right. of eBay. Yeah, it be I more auctions if, and stuff. If they're a public company at this point, because or they just don't give a shit about the people using it. They're eBay just and to PayPal are affiliated. Not anymore. Somehow. They separated. Ah, okay, that was a big thing months months back, but they did separate. So either way, I'm I don't know. I'm still gonna continue selling shit on there until it's gone, but. I'm not enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking kind of bullshit. Yeah, if you got some big lots of game stuff, you might check out Barter Town. It's like oh, a yeah? forum system. Oh, sure. So ah, I should have considered that. There's an additional level of hassle. Yeah. On top of that, mm-hmm. but, um, you one more get cash with. without fees, and basically could could be lucrative <laughs> for you. Yeah. All right, I'll keep that in mind. All right, so let's talk about the event of the week. Good old Domus has set up an event. Domicile. In central Illinois, I believe it's called it the Midwest Meltdown. Midwest Meltdown. Everything must be alliterated these days. John, it's science, man. <laughs> it's not science. You could have called it something dumb like Midwest Rampage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would, At least that has a history. I, I, as a staunch conservative, Rogers, <laughs> there might have been some merit to that. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no web page for it or anything. It's all through Facebook, which is why I haven't signed up yet because it's difficult for me to want to go on Facebook and do anything. Mm-hmm. so, But I will be signing up. Okay, I want cool. to go. So yeah. I'm stoked on you it. Have to let me know. Um, it's a, I believe it's the 16th of July. Sometime right yeah, in there. Yeah. Real second or third week there. Yeah. Close to the Raj Podge time, time of the year there. Yeah. There will be a <laughs> Raj Podge in this year for sure. So but. check that out. Domus has a, it's like I said, it's on Facebook. It's called the Midwest Meltdown. It's an AOS tournament and it's in Illinois. And I'll, be there if there's still spots by the time I get around to going on Facebook. I believe it is. I think it's half full. The yeah. last tweet I saw about it, 20 out of 40 or something. Okay. So far, so. So nobody steal my spot. <laughs> what have you been listening to or reading, buddy? I've been, for whatever reason, reading the Jungle Book. <laughs> the original? The original, yeah. <laughs> and um, Would you say you have Jungle Fever? <laughs> I don't have Jungle Fever. <laughs> okay. One thing Sorry. is there's a bunch of stories in there that um, if you haven't read the Jungle Book, aren't you aren't aware of? Yeah, because you know, like Ricky Tikki Tavi. I don't know anything. There's about like a cartoon about that guy, and then Mowgli. But there's like all these other kind of cool stories about animals talking and stuff. Hmm. One thing, Mowgli, he's kind of bloodthirsty. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know if this is a really good kids book because he's like. <laughs> coming up with schemes and he's like fucking skinning tigers and he's a real fucking ramsey bolton yeah mm-hmm. well he, he reminded me kind of like utred uh-huh. a little bit where utred has these uh tricky and elaborate plans <laughs> and everything always goes off perfectly with them <laughs> like there's never any problems and that's that's a cornwell thing there <laughs> yeah that's mowgli for he comes up with all these tricky plans and they basically are all work. <laughs> execute perfectly <laughs> I gotta take some fucking notes from this bro. But that's generally entertaining. I'm actually reading there's a second jungle book where he's like going after humans and stuff and Yeah. They're going after they're going Skinning after my them? mom. Flaying um, them, if you will. Well he's getting the animals all riled up. Uh-huh. So like all the antelopes <laughs> are like stomping the crops and the elements. <laughs> Elephants are like fucking up their grain stores and stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's kinda interesting. But sure. I don't know if I would really recommend it, but it's good to read like what's considered a classic stuff yeah, once in a while. So, <laughs> Just to, so you can talk about it and sound smarter. <laughs> yeah, well, when people reference it at some point. Yeah. yeah, you probably do catch some popular cultural references. Plus, that, there's like millions. They just keep remaking it as a movie. Yeah, because so. that's what they do with everything. 
<laughs> need to be able to. Uh, <laughs> there's another one coming out. They just did two or three. Yeah. And then there's another one coming out. I was doing some Jungle Book research. As <laughs> <laughs> you want to do. At <laughs> yeah. Century or? Um, the home yeah, clock. I think I did read it at Century. Mm, sounds about right. But uh, what, yourself, John? So Classics? No, no classics. I finished Golden Sun by Pierce Brown, which is the follow-up to Red Rising. Oh, okay. So I finished that book, and that book is fucking action from beginning to end. It's pretty crazy. You recommend that? Yeah, it was good. If you like the first one, you'll like the second okay, one. Cool. It's definitely worthwhile if you're if you're into that. It's it's same exact style, kind of young adult. There's no, I mean, they build a world and a universe and all this, but it's not. I'm used to listening to GRRM where. You can know how many fucking blades of grass are in the Dothraki Sea. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Anyways, I I recommend Golden Sun. It was really good. If you, if you like the first one, you'll definitely like that one. And like I said, it's it's action. You I picked it up the first night. And I think I read like fifty pages because it just pops off like mad. And then the one after that's called Morning Star, and I'm about three quarters of the way through that. So it's the last one in the series. Three quarter, yeah. Yeah, I've been cruising. I've been chugging, and it's well. When you get tattooed for four hours, you just sit there reading. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it, it's also same vein. Too? It's good. Poor fucking main character there, Daryl. Oh, he goes oh, through some right, fucking. Well. He goes through some bullshit at the end of book two, beginning of book oh, one. But he comes sure. back. I won't spoil it for you, but he comes back. Yeah, with the book two in those is always the fucking cliffhanger mm. leading up to three. Where the the first one's always resolved kind of nicely, but there's yeah. some stuff that, that you know needs to be taken care of. <laughs> some open That's ends. The formula. Yeah. So it, either way, though, it's fast. It's violent. It's interesting. There's some interesting it's concepts. Going to be the next young adult movie craze. I got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay. What's your current out. obsession, brother? Oh, my current obsession, John. Good miniature Monday, my friend. Oh yeah, I've, no, I've seen these. I. I didn't get to watch the black lining was the second one, right? Yeah, there's been a few that kind of blurring together okay. in my mind. But I think that was the last one I saw go up. I haven't watched it, but I intend to. Yeah, so for a while I've been doing the Saga Thursday mm-hmm. as far as my YouTube shenanigans. So if you're not into Saga, there really wasn't much reason to check out any of that yeah. baloney. <laughs> but I've started doing Good Miniature Monday, which is a weekly YouTube show on the Wisco Horndog channel where I just take a stab at some random topic and have a go at it and then it's also kind of like a weekly uh keeping tabs on what i'm doing yeah. kind of thing sure so kind of mixing those two things together and like you said i want about photos which uh you found pretty handy yeah some black lining stuff so i'm gonna get into more painting tutorials and stuff like that are you monetizing this stuff yet or is that your goal um yeah they have been monetized ah. the um and that's by view how does that work through youtube um, I'm not quite sure if they need to click shit or not. Yeah. But basically, I'm getting a few pennies from every episode, so well worth. Hours <laughs> of work. Yeah, it's the amount of money you get is for like ten thousand views, which could be spread out over like a, a lot of videos or something. Would oh, would okay. get you about ten to twenty dollars. Sure. Probably closer to ten. So. Okay. Um. But if you can get that's why all the YouTubers are going to Patreon and stuff like that because yeah. you can't actually even like those full time channels and stuff. Usually they make most of their money through sponsors, mm-hmm. like getting paid directly from sponsors, stuff sure. like that. So I did uh, turn turn that thing on because why the heck not? But 
Um, yeah, the, pen- the pennies are rolling in, John. <laughs> All right. I, but, I asked that question because I was looking through the blogger stuff for our Magnificent Bastards blog, and I saw I had like 17,000 hits on one of my posts, and I was like, hmm, maybe I could videoize that and monetize. Yeah, uh, with the blog, too, it uses the I, same thing. Are you so, getting fucking paid for my posts, Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went in oh. and I tried to mess around with it yeah. and see if... Um, it would work the same or not, and what the blog would look like. So I might turn it on and see, yeah. and see what comes of it. But um, yeah, once the costs are covered, which is just basically the registration, yeah, just kind of cut that up. But yeah, I might turn it on. I don't. I'd say I've been mucking around with it. I tried to do a, a couple little things. It didn't really seem to work. So I don't know if you have to go a whole hog or or something like that. But mm-hmm. I tend to avoid if you go to a page and, and it sticks ads everywhere. That's part of the reason I don't Facebook anymore. Yeah, it's just garbage so everywhere. I'll have to clutter. take a look at that. But yeah, it's a matter of is it worth seeing that stuff for like pennies? Yeah, again, it's like right. pe- pennies. But um, yeah, that's what's going on. Good miniature Monday. Check it out. There's a uh, gonna be lots of paint stuff, and then just I, I mean, am into the gaming and stuff, so there might be stuff about infinity or the various games i play tactics type stuff as well but all right cool good well, deal the one i watched was worthwhile so check it out peeps mm-hmm. good miniature monday <laughs> current obsession for me for a little while there with the season two of better call saul got dropped and mm-hmm. really, i've heard that's decent i really liked season one a lot so i watched season two it's like 10 episodes and it was good it's in the exact same vein but it just it ends on a cliffhanger, and I got fucking pissed off at the end. Mm-hmm. Much like the way House of Cards season, the last season of House of Cards ended, they just fucking leave you hanging. So now you sit for months, and you're like, "Well, that was kind of bullshit." Like, <laughs> Is it better than Breaking Bad? I've heard some people have claimed it has surpassed the original. Hmm. I like it better. I think Saul is like a good, likable character, and mm-hmm. you can empathize with him. Whereas. I guess maybe Jesse had that in Breaking Bad, but Walter definitely never did. He was really just turn it came off as a real of shit stick. Yeah, so so Saul's just a better overall character. Like he's a genuine good dude and tries to do the right thing. Just gets fucked over all the time, mm-hmm. and he gets himself. It's a pretty entertaining, funny situations, and it it also follows Mike, like the bodyguard guy, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you call him, the the guy who. GCBs yeah. for <laughs> for him in Breaking Bad, and yeah. so his story Fan is really favorite. interesting too. Yeah, so I. Both aspects are, are really enjoyable. So I highly recommend it, but it does end on a fucking cliffhanger, which oh chapped my hide. Boy. All right, we're going to take a little break here, so I'll drop some tunes. I'm going to play this band. I put them in. I put these two songs I'm going to play today in the last episode of Point Radio Cast, mm-hmm. but I'm going to play them again because I've been really enjoying the Rockabilly them. episode or the yeah, other one? This is the other one about shit I've been into lately. This band is called The Dead South, which is ironic because they're from Saskatchewan. <laughs> But this tune is called In Hell I'll Be In Good Company. Thank you. 
this spells knocks me on my knees. It didn't hurt, flirt, blood, squirt, stuff, shirt like me on a tree. After I count down three rounds in hell, I'll be in good company. Doggett's back. The dog's name has been evolving. John Doggett. I call him. I thought it was funny to call Doggett. him. I only called him Doggy for like a month, mm-hmm. and then that went to Doggett. And the same day, it evolved into John Doggett because I'm a nerd. <laughs> Isn't there a Doggett in House of Cards? I'm picturing Kevin Spacey saying Doggett. No, it was uh, the guy that replaced Mulder in the X Files. T one thousand. Robert Patrick. There you go. John Doggett. <laughs> so, anyway, we're back. What do you got for a fucking <laughs> history? Rev up that time machine, John. <laughs> brum, brum. All right, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Going back to 2005. What? To the Games Workshop Minneapolis Grand Tournament. Oh, I rolled down there with Zach Stakursky. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Remember that fellow? Jesus. I was running the Storm of Chaos Army of Sylvania. That fucking pile of shit. I remember yeah, that. Those fucking blue, <laughs> black, and orange motherfuckers. Just popping up everywhere, slaying dwarfs. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. You get the hand weapon shield, zombies, <laughs> and bringing it home. Yeah, because <laughs> the dwarfs could never kill anything. Yeah. When so, only the front rank could attack. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt your point yeah. in history, but... That's well, part of history. Yeah, and the dwarves could only kill like a couple zombies, so never. And never, <laughs> never it once never it happened, worth. it was over. <laughs> the, the fucking auto break. Anyways, yeah. this is notable. This is my first time meeting Michael Butcher. What? 
He had his ogres with the armor plates. Mm-hmm. Remember those guys? Those yeah. guys were fucking sweet. No five, man. Yeah, they were. They were the shit. He <laughs> sold that army for like four grand, I think. Yeah, he's got. Turns out when you're in the hobby for a couple decades, <laughs> and no, no people. You've always got some juicy buyers on hand. He's true. But, uh, yeah, got to meet him there. That was actually before he moved to Point because I met him there. And then um, maybe a little bit later I met him again. Sure. I don't even know how he he just started going to J.C.O. Like, how did we actually meet him? He must, he must have just showed up when yeah. we were playing, yeah. But, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was directed to the day when we'd be there playing because it was mm-hmm. a Saturday staple. Yeah. Just going to roll in with his ogres <laughs> to find some armies equally as well painted assembled. <laughs> but, uh, I don't really remember much about my performance. I only remember one of the five games mm-hmm. where I had two wins. I was going into round three, and then I played Jeremy Martin mm. with the Bretonians. Yeah. And uh, this was notable because the battlefield we were playing on, and there were several of these, was just a blank four-by-six. <laughs> And uh, Martin, he castled up in the corner, so I only had one of those little zombie markers yep. that could actually do anything. Sure. So it was kind of a stalemate until, like, a turn six charges, he went in and killed some stuff and beat me. <laughs> mm. That's about all I remember from that one. I think I did I did play another Army of Sylvania guy, so I got a taste of my own shit. <laughs> Good. That. So you fucking uh, deserve it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Mid- middling placement, but... That was my one and only official Games Workshop event experience. Oh, grand tournament, at least. Wow. I did in Gen Con in the 90s. I think I've talked about that. Games Workshop would have a, a rogue trader they'd run at Gen Con before they pulled out <laughs> for like six or seven years. But, uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Can you fire that time machine back up? We need to get mm-hmm. back to the present. <laughs> <laughs> John, are we stuck in the past? <laughs> Fucking runs like my hot rod. Stuck in 05. <laughs> we gotta contact our former selves. Uh-huh. Go back and suck our own dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you big gay. You fucking like break into your own house. Fucking <laughs> sneaking. Wake yourself up. You're like, someone's sucking my dick. What I the think fuck? You just like ring you the doorbell. Pull the fucking sheet up. It's like yourself. <laughs> you stop for a second and make like the quiet motion with your mouse. Like, shh. And then you can just go back to suck it. <laughs> if I snuck in my own house, I'd be likely to shoot myself. <laughs> you like, fucking got to bury your corpse. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's no body, right? Like This person mm-hmm. doesn't exist. It's like the fucking prestige. You got to kill yourself over and over. <laughs> Stop yourself from sucking your dick. <laughs> my fucking future self keeps trying to get in here. Fucking Suck my me. dick. <laughs> Somehow I turn gay. I'm ready for him. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, okay, we're back in the present. <laughs> you got a Johnny's podcast of the month. Yeah, I do. So I've been listening to, I tuned into a bunch of new ones. But I'm going to talk about one of them. All right. It's called The Minimalists. Oh, uh, okay. So I watched this documentary. I've heard of these My guys. wife's recommendation called. Yeah, my wife also watched the this. Minimalist documentary, and for the ladies, it's fun to muse about, but certainly will be no implementation. Yeah, I'd say my wife's pretty committed to this. Uh, okay, <laughs> so that's good for you. You notice. The bare bones nature oh, of the house. It was always bare bones. Where my shit, where my shit isn't. Yeah. So, 
relative to most people. Yeah. I was always pretty skimpy in that regard, but but we're we're working on it and it's pretty interesting. So the documentary is really good and then that led me into checking out the podcast and I'll just call it one episode. One of the more recent episodes is just called Media and okay. it's really eye-opening. I just want to interrupt you for one it's second. Really? Yeah. Hey man, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger, <laughs> man. Oh, God. How many times <laughs> did you hear that in the documentary? Yeah. Well, when you listen to the podcast, they talk about the free hugs you're going to get. <laughs> the fucking We're going to go see him in Madison in, in two or three weeks here. Wow. So I'm going to hug them both. Brett's yeah. not going to. She's not a hugger. but No. I'm going to give him the old goose. If you're a woman, you're not going to be a hugger because <laughs> you don't want some fucking creepy Feeling dude you. pressing up against your tits. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole reason. <laughs> That's the whole reason men hug women. <laughs> oh, when you say you're a hugger. That, that that's your main. <laughs> that's idea your goal. Here, yeah. So you have to hug the dudes just yeah, so you get to hug the big titty yeah. chicks. Because <laughs> by then you're already going in for the hug, so the women can't like pull back. <laughs> yeah, All right. Anyways, you fucking sidetrack. I'm a hugger, bro. You derailed me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, there's this media episode, and it's really fucking entertaining. Just talks about how effectively you're controlled by like media and your phone and stuff. And there was this really good article they were reading about this algorithm that. Instagram uses so if you post something and you get a bunch of likes they only give you notifications for a few of them at a time to keep you coming back and opening and looking at Instagram because uh, when you go in there and look at Instagram you're going to get sucked into like just looking at dumb shit and wasting time a lot of the time so you're totally being manipulated by this shit it's really interesting and, and they explore other aspects of this but definitely worth listening to at least that episode um, like I said that one's named Media and the podcast is The Minimalists Minimalist. What do you got for a useful hobby product, Roggers? Well, this one's a play on the Good Miniature Monday. I thought I worked it in. But it's the trash can light box, my friend. Mm. It's pretty nice. It doesn't have to be a trash can. But the <laughs> trash can light box is basically that translucent plastic yeah. material. So anything kind of made out of that sure. will, will actually make a good light box. So basically, I'm just proposing a permanent photo solution, which over the years... I've just, you know, take them at my desk, take them by the window. It seems like every time I'm just refiguring out how to take a good photo. Sure. Perpetually. <laughs> so now I finally spent a weekend and actually set up a good setup. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty nice ever since to just be able to go down there, pop a model in there, and click the, fucking, all the, lights. Click the fucking button, <laughs> and then you're done. Yeah. There's no, oh, doesn't look quite right i need a monkey with this or that so yeah yeah that and your blog pics look really really good of your models so yeah so the light box if you're painting to a really high quality then the light box is really good right painting kind of shitty then the light box (laughs) is going to make them look kind of shitty yeah don't (laughs) don't put them in the light box (laughs) because it's going to expose everything sure a little nook and cranny but yeah even taking like a super yeah, I've taken some really close-up photos where I can, you know, it takes up the whole screen, and then I zoom in, like, 50 or 80%, and it's still at the same, <laughs> like, uh, um, resolution, sure. you know? So you zoom in, and, it, it, you know, it's like a security camera on CSI or something, <laughs> where they zoom in, <laughs> and it stays good or it gets better. <laughs> yeah. So when you take a real high-res image like that, um, it's just kind of bizarre going way super in. And just seeing like the little tiny wavy lines that you made, <laughs> yeah. you know, at holding it like three inches away, it looks perfect. Yeah. And then when you zoom in at the <laughs> like the macroscopic scale, you yeah. can see all the e- even on like moats on it. What a yeah, is like a super high quality model. Doggy dander. <laughs> um, so 
Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting just taking super high res photos. Like if you're in a competition or something like that, I think I would definitely do that. Sure. And then go back and like make adjustments to the paint job to the actual paint job. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you could see stuff that you wouldn't normally. You think that's but, a pro tip for like crystal brush and shit? They do that kind of shit. Um, they probably do. You probably want to make sure your model you know looks good in photos. Yeah. Regardless, because since it's all photo vote based for something. Um, like that, yeah, or, for a lot of it, it is. Uh, for, brush, the, for, for the, sure. the actual yeah crystal mm-hmm. brush stuff, but um, yeah, set up that permanent photo station, and you're gonna save fucking hundreds of hours of your life. I mean, you set up once, John. You're set for like the next seventy five, a hundred years of miniature <laughs> photography. <laughs> yeah, hey. there's really no reason not to, my man. Not, not this. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Speaking of that. <laughs> Which, do we have a sex toy? Oh, we do, my friend. <laughs> I'm I'm holding the box. So this looks pretty fucking legit. This is a product packaging for the just sits in a big bottle of Windex made by. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking going to the hair salon. With not that I know anything about that, but no. <laughs> this yeah. is this is Vogue by Trinity Vibes. <laughs> okay, and I'm holding the Aria. Petite vibrating anal plug. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the box itself about maybe nine inches long, three, I think about three and a half, four inches wide. Oh, look, kind of looks almost like a some kind of Star Trek, maybe like a Klingon warbird. <laughs> 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 so yeah, either way, we we bought. There's three sizes. This bad boy comes in. There was the petite, the medium, and the grande. <laughs> <laughs> So we went with the petite because we weren't really sure, and uh-huh. it's it's described here as silicon, vibrating, and ergonomic. <laughs> you won't have to have century human resources on your ass for not using <laughs> for it. non-ergonomics. Yeah, no, you won't. You'll be you'll be well within the bounds. So go with the vibrating one for sure. All right, if you're Good. if you got that adventurous bone in your body, <laughs> pun intended. Excellent. Give this we a go. It. Like this is the uh, the Aria, A R I A, not the winter is coming kind of Aria. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but check it out by Vogue. Mm-hmm. What are we talking uh, MSRP here? Yeah, it's like twenty 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 four bucks ish mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Can we get that through the uh, Amazon link on the Point Hammered site, my man? You sure can. You can click through the Point Hammered site. <laughs> what? What? Probably get a used one on thing. eBay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never uh, been used yeah yeah i'm sure <laughs> honey said it was never used <laughs> so yeah click through the point hammer site okay. if you're thinking about buying something on ebay which i'm so fed up with ebay but but you know i think more people should go there and shop and buy shit because then it might be all right again mm-hmm. they weren't trying to yeah. fuck everybody over all the time as a seller i always feel like i'm getting ripped off so that's yeah. probably a good place for the buyers to be mm, it's true but uh all right. I think that's it. That's all we got. We're going to go all out right. here with a little more of the Dead South. This is a self-titled track. It's called The Dead South. Suck my balls. That's my business. Burning fires in the snow. Haven't seen my 
Animal. Look, John Dog, it's very well behaved. He's hungry. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. <laughs> now he's excited. 